Welcome to the Unlearning Podcast with me, your host, Shana Nas, Mindset and Women's Coach. Each week, I'll bring you an episode that will inspire you to improve your mindset, unlearn years of societal pressures, and begin to heal your relationship with yourself, your intuition, and your life. Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or confused as heck in any aspect of your life, I'm here to support you in every step of the way. If you're ready to create a life that feels fulfilling, empowering, and authentic to you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Unlearning. Hey everybody, welcome back another episode. Today we are talking about what happens when you lose the last 10 pounds. This is going to be a juicy episode. Um, first of all, happy December. Can you believe that we are even here? I feel like we say this every single year, but every single year it's always like, oh my God, it's December. Anyways, we're probably in this like crunch trying to get all the things in, all the things done. And sometimes that can feel like a lot. It can feel overwhelming. It can feel, you know, a mixture of emotions in terms of like excitement. And especially if you love, love, love the holidays, there can be a little bit of angst maybe around, um, what the holidays involves in terms of social gatherings. There can even be some stressors around like making sure you're doing all the things, especially if you have kids or whatever, you know, like, yeah, there's just so much pressure externally. So trying to try, make sure you try and take just a little bit of time, um, just to check in try and carve out time for you. And I know you're probably thinking that is so cliche and yeah, okay, great idea, but where, like, where am I going to find the time? But this you time, like this time can just be something as little or as simple as a little check-in, like just a self check-in. Like we do this in yoga all the time, or I encourage people to, it's just like a, Hey, how are you? Overwhelmed? Okay. What do I need then? Um, so just like that little pause, pause in, check in, like, what are you arriving with? What are you feeling in the moment or the moments throughout the day? Uh, we had a retreat a few weeks back just at the studio with the most beautiful group of women. And we were talking a lot just about self, like checking in with self and being self-aware and how that simple act of being self-aware can really change things for you. It can be like, the thing that you need. Um, so there was one woman there that had shared an example of how her energy coming home into whatever she's walking into, maybe it's like a mess in the kitchen or her kid's backpack just thrown on the floor. Whatever energy she's coming in with can be then so amped up or duplicated or whatever by the energy then of the space. So if she's had like a really shitty day or she's had a heavy day from work, a stressful day from work. She's coming in with that really heavy emotion, like that really stressed out, heavy emotion into the space. And then she sees her teenage kids have left dishes all over the kitchen rather than just putting them in the dishwasher. It can be like this domino effect, right? Like you're already stressed from work. We've all done it. We've are, you're already stressed from work. You come home, house is a mess and that compounds and then you just blow your top, right? 
her her suggestion or things she something she's found really has worked for her is taking a moment to be self-aware. So that self-awareness is key. Even if it's just like a moment in the car before you walk in the door and you're like, yep, okay, I'm feeling all of this from work. This is a work thing. This is not to discount it. It's still what I'm experiencing, but I have to like just put a lid on it for a moment and go into the house with a sort of a clear energy, um, a, a clear emotion because you don't know what you're walking into. So taking a moment to be self-aware and that will change the approach and change the outcome. Because if I'm self-aware that I've had a shit day, I'm sitting in my car, like trying to digest some of it, just have a moment because I got to rush in to rush to the next thing, to rush to the next thing. But if I can just be like, yep, okay, that was a heavy day. I'm going to put the lid on it for now. Maybe I can journal about it tonight or reflect on it later, but I'm going to put the lid on on it for now. I'm going to walk into this space. Not that you're stuffing down emotion, but you're you're aware, you're self-aware of what's going on in your body so that you don't compound the issue. You can still be pissed. Like you can still be so angry that those kids, because it almost feels disrespectful, right? Like you know how to work the fucking dishwasher at this point, right? Like you know, like you know where the silverware and the dishwasher goes. You know where the plates are stacked in the dishwasher. You just know. So I'm not suggesting that you're letting them get away with everything and not take accountability for everything. But if we can take a moment and be aware of the energy that we're coming from and what that actually means. So again, that work crap. And then we separate the two rather than compounding and exploding. It just makes for better reactions. And then we feel better in ourselves because let's be honest, we've all been there. We've all had the compounding effect of stressors and then we blow the, like we blow the top off the house, right? Tell me I'm not alone in here, but like, it's true. My point is here, if we can be so self-aware, recognize really what's going on in our lives, be able to separate it. Yes, blow your top if you need to. Like sometimes it's the cathartic relief that we need to, but then be able to reflect on it and say, okay, yes, that other person needed to know I was pissed, but perhaps I need to do a little bit of work to separate a more frequent check-in to separate the the two incidences, or again, the 25, like we as women, men too, are always dealing with more than just one or two hats. Like there's all the things we have to do, right? So just being able to separate the two, we need to stay connected to self this holiday. Be sure to check in often and make sure your needs are being met. Otherwise we can easily become consumed by the stress of the holidays. And that itself can be a lot, a lot. So yeah, that wasn't the topic of our, our time here together, this podcast. So let's dive in. Today we are talking about what happens when we lose the last 10 pounds. Juicy, right? So right now, maybe not, it's a little bit early in the season, but there's often all this hype about do this and lose the last 10 pounds, finally lose those last 10 pounds by doing this, kick those last 10 pounds to the curb. You know, all the things like I'm sure you've already heard them. And social media is like, in, again, we're a little bit early in it, but I'm trying to get you ahead of it. But coming up into the end of the the holiday season and into the new year, social media will become like a battlefield for 
weight loss tricks and tips and do this and do that. So again, we're trying to get ahead of it. What no one is talking about when it comes to losing the 10 pounds is what changes when you do successfully lose those 10 pounds. And you know why no one's talking about them? Because nobody wants to hear that nothing changes, like nothing, absolutely nothing. We are often, we do all the work to lose the last 10 pounds and we're left feeling the same. Don't get me wrong, like for a moment or two, there should be some like serious gratitude and recognition and really, really proud of how far you've come and how hard you've worked because losing weight, especially once you're over 30, is not for the faint of heart. So no doubt you deserve a huge pat on the back, right? But after all the push, struggle, hard freaking work, we are often left feeling the same, except now the hype and excitement are gone, right? So if I, for example, pre-weight loss was feeling even an ounce of low mood or self-doubt, post-weight loss, if I didn't work to change the mood and work on myself, I'm going to feel the same. I'm still going to feel that I'm, and maybe now I'm going to feel like I don't deserve it. Like I'm going to self-sabotage my way out of the weight loss because that does happen. The change around weight loss, um, especially if we're so hyper-focused on the last 10 pounds, needs to be holistic. We need to approach the change or the transformation from this holistic lens. Otherwise, we'll do all the really hard work or we won't, we'll quit on ourselves. That's for another episode. And we'll be fe- we'll le- be left feeling like the same, right? Because we've only changed or transformed one small part of who we are. So we repeat the same cycle. Like we think we lose the 10 pounds and we, nothing's changed. We're not really feeling any better other than maybe our clothes fit better. We think something's wrong with us because we haven't had this magical euphoric transformation that everybody on social media tells us that's going to happen. And then we fall back into this sabotaging ourselves, back into weight gain, and we start all over. Only this time, we're starting further back than before because we've lost faith in ourselves and our abilities. We start to discount ourselves. We start to lose trust in ourselves. Trust is huge, like huge, huge. So So often we're chasing a number on the scale that we believe is finally going to be the answer. It's going to be the key to our happiness, but that's just not true. Sadly, I mean, for so many of us, especially when we've, again, been fed all of these things through society and social media that once you lose the last 10 pounds, your life is going to be golden. The life you've always dreamed of is on the other side of those 10 pounds. So we bank on this. We really truly feel this is the key to happiness. And then we get there and we're like, well, my mood is still kind of shit. I still don't really believe in myself. So we are just in the same spot, only 10 pounds lighter, which is beautiful. Like if if that's where you wanted to be, I'm not taking away from the fact that you've done all the work. But what happens is we talk our way back. Like we, we don't do the work to keep ourselves there. And you know, the other thing people aren't talking about 
is what needs to happen in order to lose those last 10 pounds. Like the restriction that often comes into play, the excessive or sometimes excessive exercise or workout plans that are required to do so, especially if you're already active. Like if you already walk every day, maybe you lift weights two or three times a week or four times a week, and you're already have a fairly good routine, if you want to lose those last 10 pounds, the amount of restriction and excessiveness that comes along with us, plus the time away from things that maybe you really, really enjoy doing, whether that's, you know, kids activities or things that you enjoy doing, even for yourself that you've had to put on the back burner because you're fighting this battle. It's a lot. What if we reframed and said or thought of those last 10 pounds as pizza night with your family or celebrating birthdays and holidays, enjoying your favorite foods without guilt, going on trips and vacations without worry? Those last 10 pounds are you living your life. So would you rather live in a restrictive, excessive lifestyle to lose the last 10 pounds? Or would you rather be just a tiny little bit more fluffy and being enjoying life, be enjoying life, be celebrating, be taking trips, um, enjoying foods without guilt? We need to heal our relationship that we have with ourselves. And I know people don't want to hear that. I know that it's way sexier to say, Again, like lose the last 10 pounds and your life will be so much better. Like you will live the most aligned, authentic life. I hope weight loss people don't use those terms. But anyways, we it's not sexy to hear that perhaps it needs to start with healing the relationship that we have with ourselves. Your relationship to food and your body is a direct relationship with yourself in your life. And when you can do the work to heal the relationship around diet, food, your body, get back to listening to your own self, then things can shift. And if you're coming at weight loss from a place of being in tune, being aware of old patterns and food restrictions and mindset, then things will change. You can lose the 10 pounds, but you can also stay there because it's not restrictive. It's not excessive. You've healed the relationship with yourself. My bet is probably though, if you do the work to heal the relationship, you're going to have no desire to lose the last 10 pounds. It may still happen for you, but it's coming from a place of love. Once you develop a more loving and connected relationship with yourself, it's incredible the amount of space that you create in your mind because you're not constantly obsessing about like, I got to get that workout in. I can't eat this. I got to do that. So you create so much more space in your mind and your mood and your emotions regulate and you get comfortable, comfortable in your body. So again, whether we, we go back to not hating yourself into change, it's the same with your body. Begin to embrace your life. Begin to enjoy life again. Approach these things that you want from a place of a healed relationship with self. Yeah. Okay. 
I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear, but truly, like, if we can just heal the relationships with ourselves, we can begin to do a lot of really great things and things that will surprise us. Like, if if you've been on this, like, I hate to, like, this podcast in general isn't focused on weight loss, but it's an easy thing to talk about, right? Like, it's an easy, easy example for things. But if you think about the changes that you want in your life, you desire in your life, anything, anything that that is, maybe it's a career change, maybe it is weight loss, maybe it's a relationship change, maybe it's finding your soulmate, then you need to first get right with yourselves. And again, I know that sounds so cliche, but it's so friggin' true, like so true. So just just a different way to think about things, right? And especially like keep your, not your guard up, but keep your awareness heightened, especially heading into this holiday season and then in the new into the new year where it's all like new year, new you. Fuck that. The you that is right now is perfect. You don't need to change the you. You just got to get back in touch with the you. <laughs> All right. Okay. And if you want to learn more about like unlearning and especially around the food restrictions and getting back into a body that feels really, really good, my tiny little shameless plug is that I am running an eight week um, high level coaching program online in January, end of January, I think we start. Um, And it will, it will go through that all of this, like really healing your relationship with yourself, your food and your body, getting back in tune with that intuition and your inner wisdom to start healing that relationship with food and body, ditching that diet mentality for the last time. Honestly, like let's let it go. Let's get it out and develop that more loving in tune relationship with self. Another big thing about that is just shifting the way we speak to ourselves, getting like changing the verbiage, coming at a place, coming towards ourselves from a place of compassion rather than judgment. Anyhow, I hope you guys have a beautiful Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to today. Um, And I will catch you on the next episode. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you are inspired, please be sure to share with a friend or leave a rating and review. If we aren't already connected, follow me over on Instagram at I am Shana Nas. And until next week, keep inspiring and remember you are so, so capable. <laughs>